You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, Shay. We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. And um, on my website, we have all kinds of interviews with people from all different walks of life. So I just recently interviewed um, Esther Valdez. She's an immigration attorney. And we are dealing with all the, the controversy that's going on right now with uh, SB 54 here in California. Uh, not too long ago, I interviewed Dr. Henry Richter, who was the, um, the lead on sending the first satellite into space from the U.S. Uh, way back in, uh, I believe it was ni- in the 1950s. And he's almost 90 years old now. I just also interviewed David Barton, uh, who's uh, the president of Wall Builders out of Texas, where they um, talk about America's Christian heritage and my guest today is Dan Fowler. Uh, Dan, am I pronouncing your last name right? You sure are. You oh. have it right. Dan Fowler. He is uh, the president of AOA. If you haven't heard of AOA, it's the Apartment Owners Association. And um, I got interested in investing in uh, real estate quite a while ago when I was young. Probably my 24, I bought my first house. And uh, so this show will be a little bit different than most of our shows. But but um, I thought it was worth talking about because when i when i signed up for the um aoa uh organization and i started getting their their news uh newsletter or their magazine i noticed all the time that there were these little um kind of billboards in the magazine that would either quote verses or it would say something like um have you considered god or uh god's waiting for you to talk to him or just different things like this and and for example, this month, it says Isaiah 58, 7, share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless, give clothes to those who need them, and do not hide from relatives who need your help. And uh, Dan, I when I saw that, I thought that was so funny, that verse, do not hide from relatives who need your help. <laughs> Have you ever had to hide from relatives who need your help? <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> but... But uh, it's it's so funny because you know sometimes we like to avoid our our relatives if they're uh, giving us a hard time. But here's the Bible telling us uh, to make sure that we're reaching out to people and um, and being rich with what God has given us. And so, Dan, I wanted to start off by just asking you a little bit about um, your history and how you you came to be such a strong Christian and the fact that you you decided you know a lot of businesses they run businesses but they're not real. Um, they're not real, you know, they don't, they don't tell people that they're, they know the Lord or they don't talk about God, but you, you have your business here and you're just right out here. You're, you're letting people know, Hey, I, I love God. I believe the Bible and you've kind of built your, your life and your business around God. And I wanted to talk about how you came to that point. Um, can you start us off? What was it like, um, growing up for you as a kid? Did you grow up in a Christian family? Uh, can you give us a little bit of your testimony? Uh, yeah, as I mentioned to you uh, before the program came on, 
um, I accepted Christ as my personal Savior uh, when I think it was around junior high, and I remember sitting on my bed in my bedroom, my mother next to me with her Bible open, and uh, I opened my heart and confessed my sins and accepted Christ at that time. Uh, in between, and of course, I've always gone to gone to church. My mother was a Sunday school teacher. When I got in high school, I, I did some teaching also, a little bit to help with the youth group. It was very small, very small youth group. Now that was that here in California, Dan? Yeah, that's in Blythe, California. That's where I was raised up. It's a, it was a farming community. Mm-hmm. Still is a farming community, but it's uh, it's shrunk a lot <laughs> since I lived there. Now, were your parents uh, were your parents involved in investing in real estate, um, or did, is that something you picked up on your own? No, they they really uh, they really did not invest in real estate. They did not own any income property. Um, most of the time, in fact, we rented. Uh, they weren't that uh, that financially, you know, able to to do that. And um, that's that's the way uh, that's the way I grew up, mostly in in rented houses that uh, we lived in. Now, you when when did you now did you go to college? Uh, what did you do did after high school? Uh, after high school, I went to Baylor University in Waco, Texas. It's a Baptist college. Okay. Um, I think it was a lot more Baptist then than it is now. Things, boy, things change in this world. That's true. <laughs> uh, and coming out of there, I became a stockbroker with one of the largest uh, stock brokerage firms, and uh, did that for a period of time. And owned uh, owned another business. It was a portfolio management business, and then from there, I went into the real estate business. So, how old were you when you started uh, to get involved in the real estate business? Oh boy, I don't uh, I don't even remember. Let's see, that's probably somewhere around sixty two. Uh, let's see, how many years ago was uh, the early? It is in the sixties. Okay, now how? Do you mind me asking? I'm how 80, I'm eighty years old. Now. You're, you're eighty now. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so you've been around a while. You've seen the the industry change and so forth. Now, um, you know what? When you bought your, so do you remember buying your first real estate property? Uh, yeah, the first real estate property I bought was a home <laughs> to live in. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't actually a, a rental. You weren't planning on renting it out. No, no, uh, it was it was a home. And of course, I made the mistake that I tell everybody else not to make. Don't ever sell your real estate. Keep it. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That little house that uh, we bought way back there in the uh, '60s for twenty-eight thousand dollars is probably you know four or five hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Especially uh, recently, there's been uh, an upturn here too. But but um, I'm curious. You know, you're the president of AOA, uh, and and for for thirty years, did you start the the uh, Apartment Owners Association? Yes, I did. When rent control first uh, came in back in 1978, we led the uh, the, the movement uh, to stop it and and to you know prevent rent control from coming in. We lost that battle, um, and so we have rent control. And as a result of organizing apartment owners at that time, uh, I was also an, an apartment house broker. And so I figured, well, if, if since I'm a broker, I'll give more services. I'll just start, since we've organized so many owners, we'll just start an association and provide more service, and then those owners will come to us and do brokerage business. Mm-hmm. 
that was an incorrect uh, assumption. <laughs> okay. How so? They, they they don't just come to us because we provide all the services. They they come to us for other reasons, uh, but but not because we provide the services. Now you actually have a big uh, event coming up here, just right around the corner here in May on May twenty fourth. Is that right? You have yes, a- it's one of the, the largest uh, apartment industry events uh, in the uh, in Southern California. That's fantastic. And and that's uh, right here on the 24th. That's at the Long Beach Convention Center. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. If people fact, want to know more about that, they just go to your website? Uh, yes. In fact, if they want to come real early at 7.30 in the morning, the show doesn't open until 8.30, but I spend from 7.30 to 8.30 uh, giving a talk on how to make uh, how to make and keep millions. That's great. Uh, been there, done that. In other words, how to become wealthy. Now, from a from a biblical perspective, um, you know, some people they think that uh, the Bible teaches um, you know money is the root of all evil. Is that true? I think it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that's why you're teaching people how to become rich. That, that, that's what it says in the Bible. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. It says the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Even oh, though, okay. I thought that's what you said. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. You know, they they change it a little bit. People will oh, say... You said money is the root of all evil rather than the love of money. That's okay. right. That's right. Yeah. I, I, didn't catch, I didn't catch that. You okay. tricked me. <laughs> Unintentionally, I think you tricked me. <laughs> that's right. Well... You know, um, millionaires get a bad rap sometimes because people are like, "Hey, look, they're they're a greedy millionaire." How do you, how would you respond to somebody who says, "Hey, hey, um, you're just a greedy millionaire," um, you know, or being rich is is not uh, Christ-like or not biblical? How how would you respond to something like that? Well, there there were a lot of uh, godly men in the Bible who were wealthy, mm-hmm. who had a lot of a lot of cattle and sheep and land, and uh, God didn't condemn that. It depends how you use it. And when when we give uh, our talk at the trade show, uh, I tell them we're talking money. And when I say million dollars or money, I'm not just talking about money. I'm I'm talking about your relationship with God, your relationship with your family, with your friends, uh, your health, uh, and, and wealth would be at the bottom of that list. Mm. But but in in going into how to achieve those things. Um, there's other things that are more important than the money. Absolutely. My guest today is Dan Fowler, and he is the president of AOA. He's 80 years old. He's been uh, doing this for a long time. He is a millionaire, and uh, he uses his money to bless others, uh, what God has given him, and uh, being a good steward of that. And that's why I have him on the air today. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. We'll continue this conversation. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hopi Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. I will count. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org, where you can listen to a recording of this show and previous shows. You know, most people don't know this, but Jesus Christ talked more about money than any other subject he talked about. He talked about uh, heaven. He talked about hell. He talked about the kingdom of God. But he had a huge emphasis on money. And uh, a lot of people wonder, well, why is that? Well, because, right, a huge portion of our lives are spent earning money, making money, dealing with money, right? And there's all kinds of verses that say things like, where your, where your money is, there your heart will be also, right? Uh, or, or it'll say something like, uh, the, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, or uh, those who want to get rich often stumble into a pit uh, and, and are filled with uh, you know, all kinds of trials and tribulations. And so, um, Dan, you know, uh, it's interesting, all these comments on money, and so, and, and property is a huge part of um, the Old Testament Jewish civil law. It talked a lot about how uh, they had the year of Jubilee where everybody got their property back. Real estate's a big part of the Old Testament, and obviously, uh, you've made real estate a big part of your life. And for, for people that are starting off out there and they're um, looking at getting involved in, in real estate... Um, would you say that that is a, a part of, you know, that everybody should make real estate a part of their lives or is that only for, for certain people or what's your view on whether people should be or should not be investing in real estate? Well, there are some people who should not be because they, they don't want to spend the time mm. to learn the business. It is a business. It's not just an investment. As you know, you provided uh, housing for people before. Yeah, yeah. I'm and actually still a real estate broker. Okay, and, and it's not just an investment. It's a business. And you have to learn how to manage that business and run that business. So if you're the type of person who wants to run a business, uh, I would say yes. You can do it, as you know, uh, by buying a property and turning it over to a property management company and letting somebody else run it for you. You, you can do it that way. You can also buy stocks 
as you know, that invest in nothing but real estate. And so the person who doesn't want to run the business, I would say, uh, look at the REITs, and, uh, and that, that's a way to invest. Right now, however, I would not invest in an REIT that owns shopping centers. Mm. They're, they're going out of business like crazy. And that is because uh, Amazon's taken on so much of the market and other uh, online uh, shop, uh, selling organizations? Everybody's doing business. Yeah, you, as, you, as we know, everybody's doing business online. And a lot of these shopping centers, and boy, I've, I've, I've thumbed through several pictures, and they just, oh, it's terrible across mm. the United States where they've just actually closed up large, uh, you know, gallerias and stuff of that nature. Yeah. Now, um, I'm curious, Dan, to know what your opinion is about uh, real estate and so forth as it pertains to, you know, like what's happened with, you know, Trump being elected and what's going on in California. Uh, California has all kinds of laws that are not necessarily friendly to uh, business or um, in- investors. Um, do you think there's going to be a change uh, now that Trump's in office uh, as far as the, the laws are pertain to California? I've never seen a president that that brought about big changes in state laws. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have rent control in California. Now, explain Uh, to our listeners what that is. What is rent control? uh, Well, it's it's a form of tenant welfare uh, that's paid only by the owners of the property. The regular taxpayer doesn't pay for that welfare that goes to the tenant. The tenant moves into an apartment and he's paying $1,000 a month. Uh, then from there, the government, the, the local government, city councils, decide what rent increases the apartment owner can make or the housing provider uh, can make on that apartment. And it's generally been in the 1% and 3% range. And I take it that, that you don't think this is a good thing? Uh, I, I, well, it's, it's contrary to Economics 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if our politicians would just take a couple courses in economics, uh, they would ev- know even better that they're doing wrong. They don't pass rent control for economic reasons, however. They pass rent, 50% of the voters are, are tenants, and about 1% or 2% of owners provide housing for others. And as a result, the politicians vote to give the tenants take things away from the owners and give it to the tenants to get their votes. So in the long term, very unethical, very unethical. I I hear what you're saying. So in the long term, how is this a negative thing in the long term? How does rent control actually uh, hurt, you know, uh, the tenants, the, the owners and the economy as a whole? Uh, What's the long term impact? Well, to start with the economy as a whole, I'll give you an exact example uh, for myself. I'm building um, 30-some units right now uh, to provide housing for others. And do you think I would build it in California or under uh, in a city where they have rent control? I'm building them up in Idaho, Boise, Idaho. They don't have rent control up there. The government stays out of your, you know, uh, out of your pocket. And so I'm providing housing up there. We have a housing shortage here in California. We have a housing shortage in San Diego. Now, would you say that the housing shortage is because of uh, bad government policy in the sense that uh, investors don't want to build here because they know that they're not going to be able to make the money they could make if they build it somewhere else? Well, there's 30-some housing units, apartments, two-bedroom apartments that uh, is being built out of state that uh, I'd much rather build it here, Mm. but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't don't like having politicians – 
who know nothing about housing uh, to tell me how to run my business. Mm. And But on the other hand, uh, how do you respond to somebody who says, well, look, um, they're trying to help out the poor and they're trying to help out these people who uh, maybe can't afford as much? Um, you know, how do you respond to somebody? Like, because you, you yourself, you're a compassionate person and you're a Christian and you, you, um, you do want to help out the poor and so forth. So how do you respond to somebody who says, uh, isn't, isn't this a good thing? Yeah, you know, you quoted Isaiah 58, 7, share mm-hmm. your food with the hungry, yeah. give shelter to the homeless, give clothes to those who need it, yeah. and do not hide from, from your relatives. I don't see anywhere in that verse where it says, ask your government to mandate that, mm. or do it whether or not your heart is in it. Your heart has to be there. And when these politicians pass rent control, uh, sure, apartment owners are going to have lower rent. Their heart's not in it. And if they wanted to give charity, if I want to give charity to somebody, I want to decide who it goes to. Yeah. The government's telling me that it has to go to my tenants. That, that, that's ridiculous. There are other people who need it more than my tenants. And I would rather take the money that I have and, and use it as an example to spread the gospel, okay? I gotcha, yeah. So now so, you, you, um, you said that at this convention um, that you... Uh, uh, you tell people, look, it. It's not all about the money. It's about uh, being rich in, you know, family and rich in these other areas. Uh, being in your your church and your community and investing in these areas and so forth. Um, what are some good uh, practical ways where the gospel can be spread? Uh, you know, through the church and through other organizations. Are there any organizations that you yourself really value what they're doing around the world or how they're helping people? You know, the number one, and, and I hope somebody's listening that'll call me and tell me about another organization. Mm-hmm. The number one organization uh, that, that uh, I support is Child Evangelism Fellowship. Oh, wow. Uh, have you ever heard of them before? I, I have, actually, yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about them. Oh, my goodness. There's, they, they have clubs after school, uh-huh. and a court uh, case has, has said that we can go to the school grounds, and actually offer the clubs on, on campus. And so you have an after-school uh, club for an hour, and the gospel is taught to those kids. Last year, this organization had 8 million decisions for Christ. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Now, now they're bigger worldwide than they are here in the United States. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in every uh, country. There's three countries that we're not in right now. We're in every country in the world, with the exception of three. Uh, Started okay. the year, we lacked seven, and we got, got, we got into four more this year. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we have, um, down here in San Diego, um, we have the Good News Club, which I think is an offshoot of Child Evangelism Fellowship, but the Good yeah, that News... Is, the Good News Club is, is Child it, Evangelism. Okay, okay. We have that's those it. all in, in so many of our schools. It's really a, a phenomenal what they're doing. Oh, and, and those kids, you feed those kids into the church, mm-hmm. is, is what you do. And then they, they get plugged into their local church, and then they grow up, and they, they become uh, you know, pillars in their, in their community and so forth. Right. If I were the pastor of a church, listen up. If there's a pastor listening, get involved in CEF and get your members to give these clubs because when these kids accept Christ, they're going to come to your church. Yeah, exactly. My guest today is Dan Fowler, and uh, he is the president of AOA, uh, Apartment Owners Association. His website is 
AOAUSA.com. And we're just talking about running a business and also loving the Lord. We'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Hi, this is Kevin Conover. Will you please donate to Educate for Life so we can share the truth of God's word with kids in public schools? You can donate online at donate2efl.org. The Bible used to be read in public schools on a regular basis prior to the 1960s. But today, most kids are completely clueless when it comes to the content and the historical and scientific accuracy of the Bible. Please help us by donating online at donate2efl.org. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit conoverhomes.com. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always just thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. I'm giving it all away, no more hiding, no more stalling, I hear you call. Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. You can pick up a recording of this show or uh, any of my past shows. I also have a whole homeschool curriculum online, basically where we answer every question you can possibly imagine that a person could have about God or the Bible. How do I know uh, God is real? How do I know the Bible is inspired by God. Uh, what about creation and evolution? Um, what about, how, how do I in, have my faith interact with my uh, culture? And what about the government? What's the government's role? And how does a government-church relationship work? All these kinds of questions that you can imagine uh, we cover in the curriculum. So please check it out, educateforlife.org. My guest today is Dan Fowler, and he is a millionaire who has been investing in real estate for a very long time. He runs one of the largest apartment um, associations, uh, apartment owners associations uh, in the country, and uh, he really loves the Lord and has been a Christian ever since uh, junior high. He's he's 80 years old now, and he constantly is, uh, the the way I found out that he was a Christian was because he's very outspoken about it, and in all his magazines, um, whether you like it or not, he has uh, verses and different encouragements and uh, inspirations, inspirational scriptures to um, direct people towards the Bible and towards God. And I wanted to ask you, Dan, um, when did you start really kind of integrating your Christianity with your business life? Because a lot of people, you know, they run their business, but uh, they keep kind of God on Sundays, and they keep their business, um, 
you know, more secular because they're afraid I might offend some somebody or I might turn off some customers. What made you decide um, that you were just going to, you know, uh, put put Christ out out front like that? You know, it's, it's really fun if somebody does get offended because then that opens up a good conversation mm. uh, with that person. So, so that's that can be kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, when, whenever that happens, uh, on you. Does that, has that happened to you before? Ooh, when I give the seminars, I usually get people who get up and walk out. Oh, wow. After one seminar, I had a man using dirty language and really cussing me <laughs> because of that. He was just so uh, offended by what you said. I mean, what did you say? Oh, what did you say to him? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really say much. I just, uh, one of the one of the things of being successful is your prayer life, and I mention that in the seminar that I give, and that uh, kind of offends some people, I guess. I also I also go a little bit into evolution and how I didn't come from a monkey. And oh, okay, <laughs> that'll that offends, that'll get people upset. That is, that offends some people sometimes. Too, yeah, but but so what? You know, we have fun with it. I say this is how Dan Fowler believes. That's fantastic. I know you have here in your magazine, uh, you have here, um, uh, whether you, whether you hate him or love him, uh, on here. So <laughs> I thought why. that was funny. I, I want to warn him ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so was there a point, w- were you always like this, Dan? Um, or was there a point in your life where you, where you decided I'm going to be real outspoken or was this, this is just how you were brought up and how you were taught to be? It's how I was brought up and taught to be. However, there's probably some point where, where I became a little more vocal, and it may have been when I started publishing the magazine. Okay. Our, our magazine goes out to over 100,000 monthly, over 100,000 apartment housing providers, apartment owners every month. And so I looked at it as a, just an opportunity to, you know, to, to put it out there. That's great. And and you just felt called by God that that's what you were supposed to do. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I, I hope it was God that uh, that uh, directed that and uh, and and has control of it. That's great. Now but I do uh, I do get calls from people who don't like it. Yeah. Now, um, as far as uh, real estate is concerned, um, what advice would you give somebody who's who's just starting out and deciding that, hey, I wanna, I'm want to, i interested in getting involved in real estate, um, what's the best thing they can do um, if they live locally here in uh, Southern California? Uh, what, what do they do? Well, uh, if you're going to get started in real estate and if you're going to buy in Southern California, uh, I look back and say, wow, if your spouse is, if you're in agreement, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're in agreement only because, you know, some spouses... Uh, want a single family home and and if your spouse, whether it's the wife or the husband, uh, cherishes that single family home, then that's the way you want to start off is buying a home. If you're in agreement and you can buy a duplex or a triplex, uh, as you know, you're going to to get to that financial independence a lot faster mm-hmm. than you would just in buying a home. I got gotcha. you. So okay, that's, that's the way to start off. Now I'll give a caveat. Right now, real estate prices are so high that, of course, I've thought this all my life, and I've been wrong. So, so here's the guy who who really can't call the real estate market. But boy, it's it's cost so much here, and that's another reason why I went up to Idaho. 
where I can can build units a lot cheaper than than you can here. Land is a lot cheaper. Yeah. So, would you encourage somebody to buy uh, somewhere else uh, rather than Southern California, considering it's so expensive? You know, there's one rule by real estate investors who are a lot smarter than I am, and that is to to buy only in the area where you are and where you can watch it and take care of it and manage it. So, if you live in San Diego, the thing to do is to call you and and uh, and look for something that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought a property not too long ago, and I'm I'm uh, turning it around, and selling it now, um, because the prices are so so high. But I, I was able to get a good deal on it. But uh, yeah, it's very difficult for a young couple starting out. Um, I've helped lots of young couples, and they they struggle to 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 buy uh, something for a decent price and still be able to make ends meet. So it's kind of difficult. But but uh, you you do what you can wherever you're at. So huh. yeah. Bye. I have some guys a lot smarter than I am telling me that prices are going to go a lot higher. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. And and that's what your conference that you're having up in um, at the Long Beach uh, Convention Center. That's what it's all about, right? Well, it's uh, we have speakers. We have a couple attorney top attorneys, real one of the top real estate attorneys in the state, speaking, and, and then another attorney speaking on evictions because you do get tenants who don't pay their rent, and uh, so. If you're a housing provider, you need to know those laws and and laws that you yourself need to abide by. And and we have we have one speaker. He's called uh, Doctor Cash Flow, and he shows you how to increase the income from the income property that you currently hold. That's great. So there's all kinds of fantastic shops up there. My guest today is Dan Fowler, and we've been talking about God and running a business, and you know, kind of being outspoken about your faith as well as being compassionate. And uh, investing in, uh, you know, your relationships as well as uh, investing in real estate or stocks or whatever else uh, might be the case. Dan, do you still uh, do you still are you still involved in the stock market also, or are you are you purely real estate now? Yeah, no, no, I have I have investments in, in both areas. I think you should be diversified. Mm-hmm. You don't want all your eggs in one basket, and uh, the more diversification that, that you can get. Um, the better. I have ownership in an online clothing company, and and uh, that business is going real well. And I, I, stock market, I just have a hard time making money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I'm there, <laughs> okay. And I've got two or three stocks that have doubled here in the last year. Now, what? But I've got I've got some others that's gone down. What do you think about the situation with the fact that we're approaching twenty trillion dollars as a national debt? You know, a lot of people are alarmed about that. Uh, as far as inflation is concerned and so forth. And um, do you, does that uh, affect your fu- decisions financially? What do, you, what do you do about that? I think it's a disaster about to happen. And the problem is I don't know when it's going to happen, uh, how it's going to happen. I, I don't know that. And it's a, it's a lot more complicated than what he, you and I have time to, to go over the economics behind it. Yeah. The economics of other countries uh, forming other, making the dollar, not the world uh, currency anymore. That can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we can't pay the debt. We're bankrupt. We owe too much money as a nation. So you don't think and, that there's any way that as a nation we can we can pay that debt down? You think that it's beyond that point? I don't think there's a politician out there who could do what's necessary to bring that debt down. Mm. The only way they're going to do it is to default. 
So, you know, in 1962, they took uh, prayer out of the public schools. In 1963, they took the Bible out of the public schools. Uh, do you think that there's a spiritual component to our, our situation as a nation when it comes to debt? Well, it certainly is not a, a godly thing to do, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> On a, uh, you say they took prayer out of the schools. They're putting it back in now. Yeah, that's true. That that's I've, I've seen that recently. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Dan. We're coming up here on a break. So my guest today is Dan Fowler. He's the president of AOA, and we're just talking about God and business. We're going to be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at ExpressFixCoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. It's a beautiful Saturday. My guest today is Dan Fowler. He's the president of AOA, which is the Apartment Owners Association. And if you haven't signed up for his um, organization, it's great. If you own apartments um, or you, you um, need advice or counsel, there's so much good stuff in this magazine. It's fantastic. The other thing is, is that he's a Bible-believing Christian. He loves the Lord, attends a local Baptist church where he lives, and um, he's having a conference coming up on, uh, let's see, May 24th. Starts at 7.30 a.m. is when it opens up at the Long Beach Convention Center, and uh, he's really incorporated his love for God into his own seminars. The title of uh, one of his seminars is How to Make and Keep Millions, and uh, it says parentheses, been there, done that. So he's 80 years old, uh, didn't start off as a millionaire, but um, you know, grew up in just an average family, and here he is. He's become very successful uh, uh, financially, but he's also contributing 
uh, lots of money to organizations that spread the gospel and so forth. So uh, a great person to get advice and counsel from in that in regards to that. So check them out, AOAUSA.com. Dan, when we left off, we were talking a little bit about uh, how, you know, the Bible has been uh, kicked out of schools, but it's true. There are, there are uh, groups putting prayer back in schools, and there's a, a guy by the name of Eric Bure who is working hard to show that um, it's okay, it's legal to have the Bible in public schools and so forth, and I think that's great. But here our country's $20 trillion in debt, um, and my understanding is we have more debt as a nation than any other country has ever had in world history. There's never been a country with so much debt. And, you know, what's going to happen next? We owe China an enormous amount of money, um, and they're not really our, our close ally or friend. Um, uh, but real estate, historically, is a hedge against inflation, because that's what happens when you have a lot of debt. Is that, is that good advice, that, that real estate is a hedge against inflation? I think it is. When you have a depression, of course, and, and we went through a couple of deep recessions where we found that real estate values can go down. So, and a lot of people were just buying real estate thinking that it does nothing but go up. Yeah. It does go down, and you have to prepare yourself. You need an emergency fund. You need to diversify to protect yourself. Yeah, now lots of people, I mean, uh, not too long ago, you know, there, there was a huge, uh, the bubble, the quote, bubble that burst, and because of some of the stuff that was going on in the background with the banks and so forth, and the government with Fannie Mae and everything, and... um some people right now, that as the real estate prices are rising, uh, they're thinking to themselves, uh, there's no way I'm going to buy. These prices are out of control. Do you think we're going to experience again what we experienced, you know, 10 or so years ago? Um, uh, you yes, I do. You do? Uh, okay. We're going to go through cycles. We've always had cycles, as you know, mm-hmm. and, and we'll always have business cycles. You just don't know where the cycle is going to end. In other words, real estate prices could double from here, couldn't they? Yeah. Before it ends. And, and we talked about what the banks did wrong and everything with that last uh, crash. Uh, you got to look at the individuals who are buying properties that they really couldn't afford and the decisions, personal decisions that they were making. Mm. They just went in over their head. And, and you mentioned when we first started about the Bible in the school um, or, or prayer in the school. Yeah. And w- what I wanted to bring out to you, the prayers that are being allowed in the school are, are from Islam. And they're they're Muslim prayers, and they're being taught in the schools, which just makes me livid. And the kids are being taught to to say these prayers, actually, in the classroom. Now, is that happening? Now, now you live, uh, uh, what part of uh, California do you live in? We're in Southern, we're in in the Los Angeles area, in Chatsworth. Okay, and you... Our offices are in Van Nuys. We, We have... office, we have an office here in San Diego, and Orange County, and Long Beach, and... Yeah. Up Northern California too. Now, is that something you're seeing locally? And uh, no, I do not see it locally. Yeah. I'm seeing it nationwide mm. in some of the schools. Yeah, there was a lawsuit here in San Diego, or a or a potential a threat a lawsuit to a school that was actually spending about an hour uh, teaching the kids um, Islamic prayers, and I think yeah. it ended up stopping. But but still, it's definitely uh, concerning. It is just unreal to me that they would allow those prayers, but yet. If uh, you mention Christianity, they've got you before the Board of Education, you know. Yeah. Now, they just passed a law. I was just taking, talking to David Barton uh, a week or so ago, and they passed a law in Texas now where um, if uh, 15 students in a public school request to have a Bible class, that the administration must 
allow um, them to have a Bible class, which I, I couldn't believe that was happening, but that's very exciting. As an actual, for credit, is that what you're saying? Yep, for credit, at a public school. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, so, so that's pretty exciting that they're doing that kind of a, a thing. Good. Well, maybe with the, uh, with the CEF uh, uh, clubs, the Good News Clubs, to get all the people in the good news clubs to request it, then it would they would get it. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you seeing um, the members of your church and so forth? Are they involved in uh, political issues, or are they, or are they less involved, or, or are they active? Uh, some people feel like, for whatever reason, they can't be involved too politically, um, as far as it pertains to their faith in Christ. Uh, po- wait a minute. There is being. The church being active in politics is a little different than them being active with their faith in Christ. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, some people feel like, well, there's political issues, and they kind of separate those, but a lot of times I look at these kind of issues, and I think to myself, well, you know, uh, sometimes it's hard to draw that line between where something becomes, you know, political, and it's something that you want to influence. Right, well, churches, I think, and probably your own church— tries to stay away from the political stuff because they'll lose their tax-exempt uh, category. Oh, Especially my pastor is very previous. political. He He's actually trying to—they um, have Pulpit Freedom Sunday, and he, along with about a thousand other churches, sends their uh, sermons to to um, the IRS to try to get them to—because they think it's unconstitutional that they— I see. They're trying to, to do it. Yeah. Because they, that's they, great. Yeah, so it's that's very that's ex- that's exciting. Yeah, I, I think that's one way that slavery was ended. Was ended, is because the church has got involved. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so Dan, um, what other advice would you give to um, an investor? I know you have a lot of experience. What are some of the big mistakes you made that you would advise people not to make, or maybe you didn't make any mistakes? But uh, <laughs> I think I made one or two good decisions. Yeah. <laughs> all the hundreds of other decisions were all mistakes. Yeah. So what are some of the glaring ones? I mean, you have a lot of history here. You're 80 years old. You've been doing this for a long time. What are some of the mistakes that you would advise people to avoid um, lessons learned that you could pass on some of your wisdom? Well, where, where I've lost the most money is where I committed just about all my assets into one thing. Okay. So what was that, one particular and, real estate transaction, or what? Uh, no, no, not, no, no. Uh, I've lost on real estate transactions, however. Uh-huh. And the mistakes I made there is uh, I, I, I didn't look at it myself. I took somebody else's advice. And uh, because I held them in such high esteem and they were investing... Uh, in in this project, uh, I invested in it too, and I didn't look at it. I didn't uh, fly in to to look at the property or and you know all the numbers. So just not paying attention. Mm. Um, another thing is just just putting it all in one business. It looks great. It can look just great. Uh, I invested in a business, nutritional product business. Uh, put over a million dollars into it. Oh wow! And um, it's all gone. Oh <laughs> that, man, that million, that million is gone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, uh, I wish I could lose that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Well, maybe we can get a few more, a, a little bit more advice from you when we come back. My guest is Dan Fowler. He's the president of the AOA. They've got a fantastic um, trade show that's coming up here on May twenty fourth. Uh, so if, you, if you're interested at all in investing in real estate or understanding how that works, 
Uh, it's a fantastic um, opportunity to learn more and to kind of rub shoulders with some people who have been there and done that and uh, know what they're talking about. So check that out. Check that out. It's at Long Beach uh, Convention Center, AOAUSA.com. We'll be right back. For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride, 619-222-0766, fastlanesailing.com. At Dana Landing Marina across from SeaWorld, 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit conoverhomes.com I will cast my cares on you You're the Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org and you know money is an issue that no matter how unspiritual you might feel it is, it's something we all got to deal with, right? We all got to pay the bills. We all got to uh, you know find a place to live. We got to we got to work a job and then we got to take that money and do something with it. And the Bible has a lot to say about how we spend our energy. And you know, you've heard that, that phrase, time is money. And really what we're doing when we go out and we work, we're exchanging our time for money. And so God has asked us to be good stewards of, of our lives, how we spend our time. And there's the parable of the talents uh, in the Bible where it talks about uh, you get these talents. We, d- we don't all get the same talents, but God only expects us to do good with the talents he's given us. So if you got five talents, put those five talents to use. If you got two talents, put those two talents to use. And so my guest uh, on, the, on the show today is Dan Fowler. He's a, a real estate investor, and he, he runs one of the largest um, uh, apartment or uh, property owner associations in the country. It's the AOA, Apartment Owners Association. And that's AOAUSA.com. And if, you, if you're interested in learning more about this, check it out on May 24th. Uh, if you're in Southern California, you can check out the trade show uh, that he puts on. But he loves the Lord, and he's invested his efforts uh, and taken the, the resources he has and given back to the Lord. He has verses in his magazine, uh, and that's how I found out he was a Christian. I think it's fantastic. And um, so, Dan, you know, as you've gone along here, you know, and—, and other people have noticed these uh, verses that you put in the magazine and so forth. Have you had the opportunity to um, kind of mentor or disciple other uh, young men and women that want to 
uh, invest in real estate or, or do these things, but have you had the opportunity to influence people to, um, you know, not just get rich financially, but also to, to think more spiritually? Have, have you, have you had those opportunities? Uh, one-on-one, I have not mentored uh, yeah. people in, in this area. And so one-on-one, I can't tell you that, uh, that I did. Uh, we have one young man in the office that blames me for being a Christian, but I can't <laughs> say, oh, you know, <laughs> is that so? I guess that's a good thing to be blamed for. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, uh, but as far as the one-on-one mentoring... Uh, but more as, more as through these trade shows and other things? I, I do it primarily it's just as a salesman when I was a stockbroker and when I was more active as a real estate broker. I did my selling through seminars and talking to groups of people uh-huh. more more than one on one. Gotcha. So, okay. So there's two ways. In other words, you sell real estate. If you come up with a seminar, a good seminar, people will come to it. And if they're interested in real estate, uh, then they will. Then what you have to say will have value to them. Yeah. Now, have you ever had people? You know how you mentioned things like evolution and God. You know, you mentioned that you didn't come from a monkey and so forth. Have you ever had anybody come up after one of the uh, the trade shows seminars that you've done and uh, thank you for you know representing Christ or representing God or, or the Bible or anything like that? Yes, I talk about the people who cuss me out and get up and walk out of the seminars, but we've had more people come up and, and say that's great, you know, keep it up. Yeah, and thank you very much for for doing that. Yeah, and that's so important. And what would you say to the person who? What would you say to the person who's just out to get rich from real estate and they're not really, they're not really interested in the spiritual component, um, you know? And, and obviously, that's an important part for you. Uh, what would you say to that person to, to to encourage them that hey, there's more to this than making money? Uh, well, it would depend whether I was talking to a person who is a Christian, or whether I was talking and believes in God, or a person that uh, that's an atheist. Uh, you can't say much to the atheist about what he does with it because it's not going to matter that much anyway. Yeah. Uh, to the, the Christian, my message is the more you give, the more you're going to get. Mm. And it's not just money that you're going to get. And and you can send it up ahead. <laughs> okay. And, you, and you've seen that play back in your own life? Uh, I think so. God is certainly blessed. Yeah. I, I stand back and wonder why, but... but uh, but I, I've certainly been blessed all through my life. That's fantastic. And you, and you've uh, always. Did your parents uh, model that for you, as far as like always putting God first and, and giving, um, you know, like tithing to the church and these sorts of things? Is that something they modeled for you? Yes, they did. My dad was an elder in the church. My mother was a Sunday school teacher. Okay, so that that was always an integral part of their they, life. They set they set that example uh, for, for me to follow. Yeah. Now, all through my life, I didn't always, you know, do, do the right things. Sure. I was in the Marine Corps for a while, and, that, you know, it got away from it a little bit, but then I came back. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, Dan, it's been a, a real pleasure having you on the show today. A uh, big blessing, and um, I wish you the best and, and pray for what you're doing uh, out there. And I think it's fantastic that you're uh, shining the light. You know, you see uh, companies like um, Chick-fil-A and... Uh, who are who are kind of outspoken about their Christianity and uh, Hobby Lobby and and uh, even In and Out has the verses on the bottom of their cups. 
And I, I don't think, think we can compare with those organizations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know what? We're uh, there. <laughs> it, it, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, uh, I mean, I think it's just fantastic what you're doing. So it's a big blessing, and, and I really appreciate you being on the air today. Kevin, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, for those of you listening, um, do check out the, their website, AOAUSA.com. Um, you can also uh, check out my website. I actually have a website, too, Conover Realty. Uh, most people don't know it. I don't talk too much about it on the air when I'm talking on Educate for Life, kind of keep my two businesses, uh, ministry and business separate. But um, I do do real estate also. I'm a real estate broker and um, and I've done quite a bit of uh, real estate sales and so forth. So uh, feel free to check that out. I'd be happy to help you out also. And uh, of course, my website, my ministry website, educateforlife.org. If you want to check out um, the homeschool curriculum we put together, it's phenomenal. It's all in HD with uh, quizzes and tests and everything else. And we go through everything you can imagine. We talk about uh, different world religions. We talk about Islam and Mormonism and Jehovah's Witness. And how do we know that Christianity is the truth and that these other religions aren't true? We talk about who wrote the Bible. How do we know the Bible hasn't been changed? How do we know the Bible's inspired by God? We answer all these questions because, you know, that's a, a big struggle in our culture today. There's a lot of attacks against the Bible. And so my goal is to help you have a stronger faith and put your faith and trust in the Word of God. Uh, Christ said, uh, that uh, he who hears my words and put them into practice is like a man or a woman who builds their house upon the rock. When the storms come, when the rains fall, uh, when the wind blows, that house stands firm because it's built on the solid uh, rock of God's word. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We're building our real estate on God's word. We're building our homes on God's word. We're building our hearts and our lives and our families on God's word. And you can't do that unless you know it and you believe it. And so... That's what uh, the Ministry of Educate for Life is here for. So uh, thanks so much for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic uh, rest of your day Saturday. If you have not put your trust in Jesus Christ and the Word of God yet, today's the day to do it. So um, he's waiting. He's uh, holding out his hand. He's loving you. So have a fantastic Saturday. We'll be back next week. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry. We're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's alright.